Hello, Nomads, and welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy, a weekly video game and movie podcast where we explore every universe. Uh, this week, I have with me, as always, Brandon. Hello. And Dave. Hi, ho, internet neighbors. How is everybody? Good. Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And my name is Eric, and this week we didn't we don't have any quotes. We're doing something a little bit different this week, a little bit fun. Uh, this is our Ask a Nomad special for episode 80. So we kind of, there'll be no social section this week because we, I mean, we went out, This the whole episode is basically our social section. Went out on social media, asked our listeners and followers just to ask us any question under the sun, uh, and we'll, you know, answer it as best we can. Literally anything from games, politics, food, whatever. We just wanted to do a little fun episode uh, with something a little bit different. So uh, I hope that you enjoy. But other than that, I'll give a sneak preview of what we have coming up for the schedule. We don't have the full schedule out for December yet, but I know next week we are doing The Hateful Eight. And then after that, Brandon's going to be gone to Disney. So go back to Disney. Dave and I. Dave and I are going to do a Potter takeover, yes. big Harry Potter episode, so that should be We're going fun. to Universal Studios, too, and that's like oh. my big movie hole is Harry Potter's. I should be watching those because that whole- well, They got all the Harry Potter. Right. They got the Harry Potter ride and everything, and like Diagon Alley over there. Oh, I want to right. go there. Can I just watch that's the last awesome. like four movies? No. Of... No way. Oh. Just watch them all. Watch them all. It's perfect yeah, it's, Christmas, especially the first one. It's like a, you know, I've seen the first Christmas one like four time. times. That's tough, though. Yeah. Okay, skip the first one. Go and then do the rest. You got to okay. give them room to breathe. We should have started this weeks ago. I know. Those, I know. I, you need time okay. to digest in between every Potter. So I don't I mean, I'm definitely not going to watch them all again, but I'll watch a couple here and there just to get refreshed. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I think we have Bahubali, Bahubali right. 2 on the schedule as well, which would be fun. So, hope you guys are looking forward to that. Uh, we'll take our first little break here, and then we'll get into some questions right after this. questions from all of you lovely listeners that wrote in uh thank you so much we got actually a lot more responses than i thought we would we have we have this google doc set up or this google form set up and we have 24 responses in total which is again more than i thought we would get so thank you everybody who submitted questions i mean some of them are quick and easy some of them are you know, dumb. Some of them are actually like good discussion questions. So there's a good mix okay. of stuff in That's here. About yeah, sounds about accurate. Yep. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Just let the questioning begin. First question. I have all the questions here, so I will be reading all the questions, and then we'll all be pitching in with our answers here. Uh, okay. <laughs> this first one is funny and weird, but this is from Zolgar. Uh, the, the question is, who is the cutest dog on the internet, and why is it kaiju? And listen, I've 
researched about this internet dog kaiju and i could not find a damn thing on kaiju so zolgar if you're listening to this please write in and tell us who kaiju, kaiju is because the dog i'm doing i'm googling now and it's all i know about kaijus are as they're giant monsters like japanese monsters like godzilla is a kaiju that's all i get when i search kaiju dog is like giant dogs and i'm like and i'm like is this who who is this kaiju i don't know but that i don't know that's the first question who's the cutest dog on the internet and i don't really know any internet dogs besides uh do you guys remember boo the fucking uh like instagram pomeranian yeah yeah back in the day it's pretty cute yeah it's pretty cute that's that's like the only internet dog that comes to mind but the only thing I, I guess, see is, uh, is Clifford the big red dog, except as big as a as kaiju, a kaiju, <laughs> which is a little less cute, a little more terrifying. But I was going to say kaijus in general aren't aren't super cute. But um, again, I don't know who this dog kaiju is. Well, that's that's a weird, um, the weird one to start with, I think. That is a weird one to start with. The Internet has so many random dark corners and spaces that. Only pe- only certain people visit that. I don't know. It's a it's a dark hole. Now, internet cats sure is a different story. Well, grumpy cat. Like you got grumpy cat. Yeah. Grumpy cat's the easy. Grumpy answer. cat is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Grumpy cat dead. Yeah. Yeah. Grumpy cat years died ago. like a couple years ago. Fuck yeah. me. Oh no. I know. And keyboard cat. That was an. That's another. That's another good one. Classic. But yeah, I feel like cats have definitely taken over as far as you know internet goes. Not so many, not so many uh, notable. I have to dogs keep my out. Eye out for for internet dogs. Mm-hmm. Those dogs are yeah, always Solgar. happy though. Like they're always happy to see it. That's cats true. are just assholes playing mean tricks on people most of the time. Yeah, and whenever I'm, you know, whenever my wife shows me a TikTok or something of a cat, it's always a cat being an asshole, mm-hmm. you know, or doing That's something true. crazy. Because they got, well, if you got a cat, you know, uh, you know what the zoomies is. You know when they get the zoomies oh, yeah. and just go fucking nuts at night. My cat does that every night. Like runs up and down the stairs, making these crazy growling noises. All cats do it. I yeah, I don't know why. And then they sleep all goddamn day. They don't do. Yep. They don't do a friggin' thing. So yeah, it's either what lions do and, and and stuff like that, and tigers aren't they more active? When yep, it's cooler yeah. out instead of like hot out and yep, sleep all day, hunt at well, night. Yeah, yep. Well, I mean, yeah, it's either the cat being an asshole or the cat like falling off of something or missing a jump. That is always right. That is always being an idiot. Good. Yep. Huh. I'm gonna keep looking for this. <laughs> Again, yeah, Zolgar, if you're listening, please tell us who Kaiju is because I've never, I've never heard of this dog. Um, but thank you for your question. Moving on to question two. Uh, this one is from our good buddy, Mike Alberton from games. My mom found, uh, this is how, what do you think of Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario in the new movie? I think it's stupid. Should it have been, should it have been a voice actor instead of a Hollywood actor? Yeah. Listen, I don't know. Like you guys know how I feel about voice, uh, voices for characters. I think they're as important as the name and as the look and the values of that character. It's their foundation. Like one, if if you're gonna have a movie with Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse or Homer Simpson, we they have their iconic sounds. You know, you can hear it in your head. 
I think it's a yep. shame that they brought back Chip and Dale to a new generation and they oh just my God. disregarded them. Here we go again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with like generic Dale, comedians like... that are just like, they just sound like John Mulaney and what's his face, you know? I like John Mulaney. Andy Samberg. Yeah, and it's like, I, th- yeah, they're fine, whatever. But just like, I don't know. I thought that was ridiculous because everyone else has their voice in that movie. And then now they're doing this with Mario. They get creative. I don't like the argument. This turned like such a well, hard it's... turn because I'm like coming in hot, but like you know what I'm saying? Like, be creative with the writing, and you can't find a way to have. Was it Charlotte? What's his name? Charlemagne. Charles, his... Charles Martinet. Charlemagne. Charles Martinet. <laughs> yeah, Charlemagne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Charles Martinet. Yeah. Thank you. He could have done it. Well, with the right. It's script. just weird. There, Miyamoto has come on. Like he's like involved with this movie and, and so closely and Nintendo is as well. And they're overseeing the entire project. And it's just weird that Miyamoto is so excited about Chris Pratt as Mario. Like he approves of it. And like, I don't know. How can you argue with the creator? I, oh, I know. Mario? I know. I have a theory though about the Mario movie. Um, this is probably wrong and crazy, but I was thinking like Mario comes in the trailer. We see him come into the mushroom kingdom and he comes in from like his world, like the real world, quote unquote. So like my theory is that as he's in the Mushroom Kingdom, you know, he develops his Italian weird accent throughout the movie. And by the end, he's going to be talking like regular Mario. Uh-huh. Well, maybe that's my theory. It's a dumb theory. Everyone but... else's voice was left alone. It looked like in that trailer. But Mario, no, we got to get a big name. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, but he's going for the sound yeah. of. Right, yeah. And uh, Jack Black is Bowser, like pff, perfect fit. Like I don't know. I thought the I thought the other choices for voice actors were good, but Chris Pratt is just a weird it's one. It's too I don't know, too recognizable. The uh Yeah. I just got done watching a Lego movie and my guess is when we watch Mario, it's going to sound like the dude from the Lego movie. Like it's Same thing with uh Onward. Same. Onward, Chris Pratt voiced uh Har- Barley in that movie. Did he? The Pixar in the Pixar movie, um, and yeah, the same thing. I'm like, I heard a little bit of the uh, the Mario voice coming through in that movie too. So I'm like, yeah, it's I don't know. I hope it's good. I just it looks good visually the movie from the trailer. Um, so I have, you know, I have some hopes for it, but we'll see what happens. And we literally got like two lines of dialogue from Chris Pratt in that trailer, so I can't really judge an entire yeah. movie. No, I know, I know, I know, totally, totally re- overreacting on my side. I'm just saying, like, I just don't. I just want to preserve the vo- the original voices of these characters. I think that's what makes them I fun. Feel you. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, actually, I have a question that I was going to ask you guys. One for you know, oh, two sure. for each of you guys, and one of them is actually similar to this. So, Dave. You specifically, mm-hmm. you've made this comment before in past episodes Uh-oh. where it takes you out of it when you see an actor or an actress, right? And, sure. but you know, other, I mean, what are you going to do, right? They're, they're, they're celebrities, they're actors, they're good at their job. Like Brad Pitt is in movies and you won't say that about him and something, but other times, I just want to know, what is that rule that you have? Or like sometimes like, oh man, this person again takes me out of it. I don't know. Actually, we just finished watching Andor, and Sal, what was it? Saul Guerrero? That's the... Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, thank you. It's him, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind him so much in it. I don't know if I'm just used to him in the role now, or whatever. Like, about it's that, finally dude. took me a while to... took a while for it to, like, set in, so I'm like, oh, it's not... for like I, Either that, or I just haven't seen him in anything at all recently, but... 
I don't know. Usually it's, it depends on um, like how recent somebody's had a lot of work done or not a lot of work done, like plastic surgery wise, but how much stuff <laughs> they've been in recently or uh, shit like that. Usually, I don't know. It's not, it, it depends on what the, what the project is. I mean, like, you know how the rock is and everything like at least well, can, that was going to be my he's ball. Yeah. He's always bald and super jacked. Like I know he's Jack. The Rock but... is The Rock. I think it depends on the actor for me. Like with your example, The Rock is the same character in every single movie. <laughs> Put a wig on the guy or something. God damn. There's like, a difference between like a, a star, you know, a character actor, which is someone who can get into the role and like you completely, you know, the whoever the actor is, whether it be Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise, like that fades away and then the character comes through. But then you have someone like The Rock, who is just like a superstar, who plays the same role in every single movie that he's in, no matter what the movie is. So, part of it depends too, though, because like that, like The Rock can jump into whatever and be fine. Like, <clears throat> but I was watching like The Rings of Power earlier. I don't know if you can tell that we've all, you know, most of us have been sick these last couple of weeks. So pardon me if I'm clearing my throat and shit. But if somebody if Forrest Whitaker showed up in like the rings of power, that would have been jarring, you know, like, uh, like it depends on what the, what the, what the lore of the world, not the lore, but like if it's, if it's a one-off story franchise, but if it's a one-off story from beginning to end and it's done, then those actors can be in there and not take it away because when Mm -hmm. you have a franchise, you just start world building. That's where like, for some reason, I think that's what it is. It's it's like that when you start adding to those fictional worlds, like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, mm-hmm. like those are kind of supposed to be free of big recognizable faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're... Danny Trejo in Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> right. It was very weird, and it, there's no it reason so for it. Weird. They could have had any actor in that role, but I mean, he was fine. But it's, well, I think it was in it for like it two minutes too, which was even weirder. Mm-hmm. They just it's wanted that. They wanted that internet meme buzz of like, oh shit, we got Danny Trejo. His face right. looks like a rancor too. Oh my god! And, you know. So yep. Oh, I just want a clarification right. on on your rule. See what it was, but no, no hard and fast rule. It's just kind of a play it by your case gut. by case. Yeah. Play it, but let my gut mm-hmm. tell me what I like and don't like. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on question three, and we're <laughs> we're spending a while on these, so let's start Good. moving through these a little faster. But no, ask question Nomad so two. Yeah, right. Uh, We got another question from Mike, and he says, when are you guys going to watch and cover the Star Wars holiday special? Did you ever see this gem, quote unquote, before? Oh, I've never watched it. You've never watched it, Eric? Eric? Oh, my. No, neither of you guys have? No, Mm -mm. just clips off the Internet. It is fucking bad. Like, yeah, I know we don't watch (laughs) bad stuff purposely. It's animated, right? Yeah, I wouldn't want I would want to watch out here. No, 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 no. It's live action. Oh, really? Okay, I, I always thought it was but like, just an animated short thing. A lot of it revolves around Life Day instead of Christmas. So that's like the of course Star Wars equivalent. But like, there are chunks of that. And I don't think I've ever made it all the way through. I've only got... Like, it's been bad enough where like, I, like wife will just be like, do we really have to watch... Like, this is bad. I know it's Star Wars, but do we have to watch this one? <laughs> but, like, um, you're dealing with like... Chewbacca's family and there's just like 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes of just like Wookiees in their house doing Wookiee stuff and they're just looking at each other going Aah! and then they'll, they'll turn around and go Aah! 
no subtitles or anything. It's just them. <laughs> That's great. Just them making noises <laughs> at each other, and it's just like I should watch that one. Fifteen this, minutes this of just silence and Wookie noises, and there's an annoying little Wookie kid, and then you know some really bad acting from the gang. The gang shows up. Luke, Luke shows up, and they have some really shitty set designs and some really cheesy, cheesy acting where he's calling to wish him happy life day. Bullshit. I maybe I'll watch that this holiday. You should season. give it a try. Oh, do they have it on Disney Plus? It's no. definitely on Disney. It's gotta be right. No, really? No, I think George Lucas didn't he keep that thing? And he didn't sell it. And he wants to keep. It? He's got it like locked away. I could be wrong. It's, it's gotta it's be on, on YouTube somewhere. I feel like I've seen, I've seen yeah, it's on, on YouTube Plus, before. but like they don't. All right, I'll officially have it out. I don't think. Yeah, I'd be curious I'll how far you get into it. I know there is a how Princess Leia song at some point. I think it was a TV special, so it's probably like. You know, an hour like with commercials, hour. so it's probably okay, like forty so something minutes, I would guess. I could, I could handle that. You try. Now I'm interested. Oh, um, you will right. try. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. Thank you for those questions. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we have this is a two-parter <laughs> from the illustrious Ron Mexico. Yes, <laughs> Ron. Uh, Part one, Pizza Hut versus Buffalo Pizza. Pizza Hut. Well, me, personally, Pizza Hut. Because, I don't know, people's not from Buffalo. I don't think think Buffalo is good pizza. Buffalo Pizza is. Depends where you go. That's the thing, though. Well, Buffalo's Buffalo's like that middle, because New York's got that thin garbage, and then Chicago's got that super thick garbage, and we're kind of in between them. I like New York and, style, and you need and the pizza you need the cup and chars. Why? You need the cup and char pepperonis, yeah. of course. Delicious little pools of grease to you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Um, it depends. Like I don't know, they got like those brick oven joints popping up, dude, and I've been really liking those. But that's not the the classic. Yeah. Whatever the, they're pizza, in Buffalo though. and they're if doing a good job. <laughs> if you say margarita on your pizza, then no, that's not fucking Buffalo pizza. No, it's just <laughs> well, that's like, all right. That's all right. Hey, cheese pep. But it's kind of like the the pizza wing combo. I think pizza is like the, I don't know. They're like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They kind of just go together, the pizza and wings. Oh, yeah. And then, oh yeah. I don't know, and I know we're kind of spoiled with our wings, but we're just so used to them that it just kind of comes along with it. So I feel like, well, I mean, I obviously, I if you guys, or if, you know, listeners know me, you guys are from Buffalo. I, I'm from Rochester originally. And I feel like Rochester and Buffalo pizza is like pretty Probably much pretty the same. Close, yeah. I'm sure there's um, diehards that are like yelling at their speaker right now. <laughs> Blasphemy. There's some, yeah, there's there's some differences, but uh, the, the, the pizza joint right by me is, I mean, it's like one of my favorite pizzas, but they don't have the, they don't have the cup and chars. They just have the flat pepperoni oh. and it. Flat pepperoni? Best. Just like, you know, oh, it's not the curly, crispy circle. kind. It's just the regular, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Edges to the cheese, um, ew. But they have the sweet sauce, which is delicious. So good. I was just going to say that is the one thing about Pizza Hut that does have, like, it's it's got a certain flavor that keeps calling to me, like a siren in the ocean. Dude, Pizza Hut is a whole separate, if I want pizza, I'm going to get pizza from, a like, a pizza joint. Pizza Hut is like a specific craving, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like fast food pizza, basically. Yeah. Sometimes you have a craving for McDonald's. Sometimes you have a craving for fucking Pizza Hut. 
Yeah. Uh, I would argue that pizza is fast food in general. I mean, these people are not going to like Sicily to come back with the freshest of <laughs> tomato sauce. No, they're, it's, you know, it's they're American so- interpretation. Sodium, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You ever look at these people? Some of these people probably shouldn't be touching food, but, you know. No, I don't consider pizza Italian food unless you're going to a fucking, like, authentic <laughs> See, Italian if place. it says margarita, yeah. then it could be Italian food. Dave, are you one of those people who have rules for your pizza where, like, pineapple's not allowed? No, pineapple's like fucking pineapple. good. I love pineapple yeah, okay. on pizza. Pineapple's Hell yeah. good, okay. yeah. I'll take pineapple. I thought we used to get pineapple. No, I just don't like olives. That's just my... It's oh, just a black olives. It's a life choice. Brother. I love... Oh, yeah, black olives. Oh, Hell yeah. It's a life decision. I don't enjoy smelling like a dirty Greek person's armpits. <laughs> what? All right. Well, <laughs> nasty, nasty. <laughs> Moving <house>. on. <laughs> but well, part two. I already know the answers to all of this, and it's going to be a two-on-one Pizza Hut regular versus Pizza Hut stuff crust. Oh, disgusting! Brandon and I love the stuff crust. Crust is the stuff reason why crust. you go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> no, yeah, man. You go for honestly straight up regular stuff crust. If you if they just sold me a box with stuffed crust without the pizza, I'll, I would take that over the, regu- over <laughs> I mean, the regular. Over the regular pizza, just like a stuffed breadstick almost. But it's it's different though. It's not. Yeah. It's it's, it's got. It's, that, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's, it's, it's literally magic. That it's they, a, it's its own thing. It's unique. It's this yeah. chewy like semi gelatinous brick that they just have around the edge. And you gotta. This, I always, you know, nibble up right to the crust, <laughs> save the crust for last, and then just fucking chomp on it. Yeah, oh, dude, you gotta have so the good. side of marinara. Yeah, go, dip ooh. it in the marinara. Oh, well, that's good. Hell yeah, just a regular, you know, the hot original. How about a shout out to Pizza Hut Red Cups? Remember how like they were really big compared to everyone else? Those, yeah, those things are still. Like, I'm getting like somewhere. so much Pepsi with this. Oh yeah, it's about like a twenty ounce in like a in the glass you could drop them from you know the top of a building and just go donk 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 and bounce a couple yeah. times it'd be fine it wouldn't crack nothing <laughs> I, have very, the... I have fond memories of pizza hut pizza hut's yeah pizza hut's great they've had so many good gimmicks over the years too like just like the like the bigfoot pizza and the fucking their calzones or whatever they're did you ever have like the the dipping sticks that came with like three different dipping sauces and you fucking dip the breadsticks oh, yeah. in there. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Dude, do you remember oh, the different flavors so they had on their crusts? And then they had the different drizzles. And uh, yeah. That was fun, oh. man. The dessert pizzas. Like, yeah. man. They, got they are finally true pioneers back, in the world of pizza. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's one with a box that had the drawers. You pull out a drawer of food. Yes, oh, I remember pizza. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. Uh, man. Oh. No, yep. thank what you, was it? Pizza Hut. Book it. They got us in it young though, because we we had Book It when we were kids. It's genius. And you get like read so many books, and you get a free personal pan pizza, and then yeah, you know, for life. They get you in mm-hmm. the door. All right, moving on. Another question by Ron Mexico. A more serious one. Will GTA Six be worth the wait? Absolutely. Yeah, I hope so. That's my that's my and it's got to be coming sentiment. Soon. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I mean, all that shit was leaked from it recently. Yeah, and that sounds um, sweet. I there are things that suck about GTA in general, and hopefully they fix some of them. Um, mm-hmm. Namely, like online loading times and just loading, loading time. Yeah, controls are wonky. Yeah. Well, UI is always it, weird. GTA Small. Five is a fucking. When did it come out? 2010 11 12, 12 I don't know. yeah yeah it was something like it that it was on the 360 i know that yeah this is bonkers it's a over 10 year old game 
it's and it's insane uh how long it's been since gta 5 originally released but yeah hopefully gta 6 can take advantage of like next gen hardware and loading times were always a killer for sure yeah i think and i i mean i never really got into gta online so i don't really care as much about i that, could but. i could if, if the, like, the things that dave was saying like if they could iron that stuff out it was always a buzzkill because mm-hmm. it would be like a group of us and we'd want to play and the loading was so loading. bad and then you die and ugh, it was just a buzzkill it's like i could play six matches of overwatch by the time we do right. one mission i feel like nothing's right. accomplished but the camaraderie in those games is fun next gen graphics i think ironing out these things i think that would be like an, a masterpiece probably I don't know anything about it. I actually don't want to know. It's probably going to take place in present time, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the online is so big that it's going to be hopefully wrapped up into the, I don't know if they want it in the game, like in the, like keep it single player and online separate. They have their own little things, but <clears throat> the way they had it in five where you could flip between the characters and then you could flip into your online character. It's, it's cool, but it just, yeah, it needs to be sped up. Do you guys have any guesses to, um, how much money GTA Online has made, like in its lifetime? A billion dollars. <laughs> billion, yeah. I don't fucking know. A uh, billion per year, Brandon. It's, okay, uh, yeah. Holy, <laughs> yeah. you tell me it's made ten billion dollars. GTA Five still makes uh, fifteen thousand dollars every ten minutes, which translates to twenty-five million dollars every ten days and one billion dollars per year at this point. Yeah, I mean it's the most profitable game ever. And most highest selling game ever still. So. To date, it's made up. It's made over six billion so far. So That's uh, crazy, dude. It's you insane. can make yeah one game and make six billion with a capital B dollars is kind of bonkers. Mm-hmm. So they will obviously yeah. Do you think keep, they'll ever make something more game? more mature? Or it's always going to be like that raunchy kind of. It's got to have that humor. I think that's yeah. like because they're getting so it. close to making a simulator. Like look at Red Dead Two. That was more sophisticated, I thought. They, they, that's not. That's, I would say this is more of a drama, mature action game, western, you know. But GTA's always had almost cartoonish yeah, uh, stories and characters, but the world is realistic to look at. So, do you think they'll ever do what they did with Red Dead? And no, they got a GTA is known for that. Like, but what satire, if they did heat the game? You know. You know? I was just like, going to say, I'd make uh, it more serious. The heists they, were so good they, in the last one. They pretty much did the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll, I feel like that's in the DNA of GTA is right. having that like satire and like, you know, cutting edge humor, you know, sure. stuff like that, which doesn't always land for me, but whatever. It, it is what it is. It's just what part, a lot of what makes GTA, GTA. A lot so. of social commentary. You got to have that. Oh yeah. In there. Tons. Yeah. But no, the heists were so such a big part of the last one, and it's, I think the heists at this point are kind of you can't get around them. I think they're right. They're gonna have to have those baked in at a certain Sweet. point. But they are fun as shit. But those third person controls they are wonky. Like, and and like the UI that's like so tiny and tucked up in the corner, and it's been the same for I think the, like the last two games. They haven't really updated it much at all. So. I'd love to see a little <clears throat> bit of a refresh. Refresh. Yeah, I don't want to tap run, God damn it! Just no. let me run. Nobody wants to. Yeah, tap. stupid. I don't know why. Just let me push Rockstar in the left analog stick those... like every other game. God damn it! <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I hope Rockstar updates their control schemes. You know, for the for GTA Six to be modern. But they're probably nervous about doing that. Like, yeah, we probably should. We hear it all the time, but 
we are also so huge. How do you change things? You know? Yeah. But we'll see. I'm going to guess it. Well, when does it come out too? before we go? <sighs> we don't know. No, there's no release date for no. it. It's probably not even. What, oh, prediction, yeah. you mean? Oh, uh, f- I don't know. Five years from now. Five from now? Oh, okay. I was thinking two. Oh, now. I was thinking like three. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, mm. 23 or uh, no. 20. 25. 24, 25. Yeah. Something I could right. see, yeah, I could see 2025, but yeah, I don't know. We haven't it's gotten crazy it. Crazy how these games I think it's far out. So. These big games are taking a long time to come I mean, out. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. they're huge. Like Elder they're Scrolls is doing huge. the same thing. Starfield, like it's done when it's done. Yep. Final Fantasy Whatever. 15. The There's already thing. enough games. There's already enough games to play. True. So. Very good. I'm point. not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about right. it. Right. Uh, Neither are they. Next question. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Uh, this is from Ronnie Mund. He said, what's the best Xbox headset for a casual gamer? Oh, Dave, we have what those. you got, Brandon? We have the same ones, don't we? It's the Asus. Or... No, Astro, Astro A- A10s. Yeah, yeah. The Astro. I've heard good things about Astros. I think they sound great. You, all you do is plug them right into your headset. I'm sorry, into your controller. Into your controller. Yep. And that's it. Um, it's not wireless, but I don't think Xbox really does wireless headsets. But yeah, and the, the sound is good. You don't got to plug them in, which I which was really nice. I had an old set of Turtle Bays that had like a USB that you had to plug in on it too, and I'm like, oh really? Okay. On top of yeah, the yeah. cord. Yeah, dude, like, right. it was obnoxious. Yeah. So I don't. I uh, I've only ever had this is like this one that I'm using right now is like the first gaming headset I've had, but this is a PlayStation Gold headset. I need a new one soon because the the ear things are kind of falling apart, mm. but I like it because it's wireless and wired so it has both options right so you can do go go bluetooth or you can just plug the wire in which i used to use the bluetooth but it's just a pain in the ass because the battery doesn't last long and you gotta charge it all the time so now i just use it wired that's the same thing you just plug it right into the fuck to the headset and you're good to go well the i think the ones that dave and i were talking about for xbox the astros they a10s they were like 40 50 bucks um i bought mine like eight years ago i have two little boys and they have not broken them. Um, they're very durable. So That's cool. I, I think they're great. And the sound quality is really good. I still wear them. I, I love them. I actually use them sometimes mm-hmm. for other things, like listen to music or whatever. So Ew, They have a Gen 2 now. or not? Oh, really? Yeah, I think okay. you and me have the, the Gen 1s. There, sure, there, yeah. Is, there is a Gen 2 that's uh, 50 bucks. Which Oh, okay. Well, then just get those instead. I mean, yeah. as long oh. as they are as good, if not better. They look mm-hmm. they look pretty snazzy. Um, okay. It doesn't look like they have the pull down mic, but they look pretty uh, looks out. As long as you guys can't hear me when I'm eating while I'm playing, then uh, usually <laughs> usually that's pretty good. Um, yeah, Astro A10, fifty bucks on Amazon. That should Not be bad. should be all you need for a casual guy. Sweet. All right, next question. This is from Driving D Van. Uh, this is a, this is a thinker. What is something you've learned while making the Nomads podcast that you wish you knew at episode one? Oh man, that is deep. I know it's a tough one. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? Talking longer doesn't always equal better. Yeah, I learned that. That's a good. That's a which. I feel like we kind of, uh, I mean, obviously when we started out our, well, it's weird because we changed our format like halfway through 
to, you know, cut out our catch up section and make it like a monthly episode um, to make the episode shorter and more concise. But now I feel like it just gives us more time to, <laughs> to talk about whatever the, the topic is, movie or whatever it is. So the episodes are just as long as they were before. Right. But, but it does give us more time to talk about the actual topic yeah. instead of more focus, you know, cramming. Yeah, exactly. Cramming uh, the uh, catch up section in the beginning. I th- I think I think we're more creative than we thought. Like me, initially, I came into this, you know, doing all the editing. I was kind of leading the, you know, the the format, right? I mm-hmm. you listen to those early episodes. I did every episode uh, as far as like hosting. Um, but I got sick and I think I let Eric do one without me and it went over great. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I felt like I had to do everything. So that worked out a lot. And now, not that it was getting stressful, but it was just a lot to do things. So yeah, I think just, um, delegating some of the work and just being open to change on the show has really, it's in just in general with any creative project, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be a band. It could be whatever, you know, like just listen to the people on the show and let them help, you know, and just kind of let the show the It'll settle. It'll find itself. Like right now, things feel pretty yeah. good with the format. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I feel. I feel like in the beginning, obviously, with every podcast, you're just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Uh, and we did change up the format, and I think it was definitely for the better. Um, I think another thing was is the focus on social media because, I mean, I was in charge of pretty much all of the social. Uh, in the beginning, but now Brandon has kind of taken. I'm the Twitter. asshole on Twitter, who's highly opinionated. <laughs> I am. I forget sorry. what did I say well, the I other think... day. I saw something that was just like you called some beloved character like as bored as a box of cereal or something like that. And oh, I'm like dude, it was the girl from Control, the woman from Control. <laughs> that ga- I'm playing that game and like the story. Nah, I don't agree, but I'm like, I'm like, he's just. He's just firing them, firing these out on the out. internet. No. I'm like, yeah, fuck <laughs> no, but I think it's I, good. It's funny. I think that's good because I mean, you've gotten a lot more followers. I like. I would just share our episodes. I wouldn't really interact with people that more much of a personality. But yeah, yeah, it gives us more of a personality, and I, I don't know if any of that has translated to listens, you know, downloads for the podcast, but. I feel like it doesn't really matter, right? But it just gives us more exposure. You know, more people know the name and they'll like, oh, what's the Nomads of Fantasy? Maybe they'll click on our profile or look us up, you know? Right. It's, it's, we, it's that kind of thing. We had that idea in the beginning, though, where... Making connections. It wasn't just pod, It wasn't just going to be a podcast. Like, that'll be the mm-hmm. main focus. That's what gives us, like, our, you know, doing this every week and all the stuff. It, it is our foundation. But we've had since done a game, right? Um, we've, yeah. We have a personality on Twitter, and we're creating content outside of these things. Like, I'm slowly but surely working on, like, a pretty slick After Effects video for like yeah, social media. We've done some short form videos. And we'll do video and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know. But it, it does yeah. open up to like creativity from the portal episode to the what map game. Yeah, I think that is something that well, again, the focus obviously we were just starting up. The focus on the be- at the beginning was just the podcast. But we've learned to diversify a little bit and like do other little mini episodes, mini series for like, you know, Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett. I've done my anime podcast, which I want to get back to. I've kind of been, that's been on hiatus for a little bit. But, yeah, Trigun's but yeah, just, coming out, I guess. You might want to check that yeah. out, dude. Dude, yeah, for sure. There's there's always 
I think that's kind of the beauty of uh, the format that we've kind of built here and like, you know, our philosophy is that we're not beholden to any one thing. We can, you know, go explore all these different worlds and come back and talk about them. We can branch out, do, you know, side things, side episodes, side projects. Doesn't all have to be on the podcast, um, you know? So, yeah, I think, I think spreading, spreading the wealth, not putting all our eggs in one basket. It's definitely helped us grow and, you know, get more attention. We're still, obviously, we're still trying to figure things out. We definitely don't have it all figured out. You know, we're trying to figure out what works and, you know, growing our numbers and everything. So I feel like that's, I feel like we have a good base and now we just need to break out, you know, and that's, base. yeah, exactly. It's about, it's all there is to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sick i can't think my brain is bushy yeah dave had covid since last uh recording yeah so poor dave over there uh-huh. and we off. live in western new york so he's in an area that got hammered like pounded how, with snow how much snow did you get i think the total was like 57 inches but it's almost what five feet it's crazy down yeah, towards the end of my driveway insane. it was it was literally like up to my shoulders and i'm six foot two <laughs> Oh but God. that's like all the frozen slush that the 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 plow slams off yeah, of the driveway. Yeah, the heavy. No, got some good neighbors. I uh, had a neighbor plow out the end of the driveway, and then a friend come over the next day to kind of help us out. So, thankfully, otherwise my cars might still be buried, and I'm just gonna be sitting on the couch, can't move, can't do anything. So, right. I think you sound fine. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, definitely not too bad. Yeah, we delayed the recording, you know, a couple days to give Dave some time. Yeah, if we recorded on a regular day, uh, that would have been would have been no bueno for yeah. Dave. So appreciate it. Cool. There's another. There's All another right. thing we've learned: be flexible. Can't stick yeah, to your budget exactly. schedules. Yep. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Well, thank you, Driving D Van, for that question. Uh, moving on, Bob Buell asks: top three flavors. Of sauces on chicken wings. Bob Ewell? Bob Buell. He was a, he was a guest on our Truman Show episode. Hold on, I wasn't around. Which is when you were gone. Oh, yes. oh okay. <laughs> All right, that's then. why. <laughs> yep. Hey, Bob. No, yeah, Bob I got right. mine hot, simple. Mine are pretty simple. Yeah, hot, for sure. I mean, I love barbecue and country sweet. Well, I don't know if you guys country have sweet? had country sweet. That's the Rochester thing. Is it like butter? Country sweet? No. It's like... Uh, it's more of like a syrupy sauce but it's really sweet it's sweet and spicy which is the good combo right there sweet and spicy sauce okay. hmm. when you said really hot good. just like a standard hot standard buffalo <coughs> yep oh, okay I like that's literally just frank's hot. <laughs> hot is just well standard frank's food. doesn't have the uh like the buttery you know the butter in it yeah that's also well, the, the only difference between medium and mild is just more butter yeah that's Work as, like as somebody who worked in a pizzeria for a good 10 to 12 years. Yep, that's it. It's just butter. Mm. <laughs> um, Need that butter. Some of my favorites. Uh, charbecue is an all-time good classic. Pick. Take the barbecue. You put them on the char pit. Yeah. Burn them up a little bit. Throw them yep. back in the barbecue quick. Those are good. I mean, that's that's kind of what I meant by barbecue. Like that kind of okay, barbecue. Yes, for sure. That is a, yeah specific um 
Barbill, the best wings in Buffalo. Um, mm. They have a uh, Cajun barbecue. Or what is it? Cajun? I forget what it's called. It's honey butter. Honey butter barbecue. Cajun barbecue. So, oh, yeah, all those flavors you. together. It is good. Yeah. Um. Man. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna pick that, Dave. Fuck Duff's. You go barbell. Um, <laughs> Duff's is fine. No, and I mean, you know, I do like the standard. Although I'm more of a medium kind of guy, but that's it for me. Yeah, barbell, honey butter, Cajun barbecue. Um, Kelly's Corner, uh, it is a hole-in-the-wall place, and they have the best wings. Uh, get hot, or extra hot. And then I would say, I don't know, probably like a, go to Mooney's, and they have these Chevetta's wings. Oh, and what I like is yeah, they, that's they, a good idea. Yeah, they marinate them in Chevetta's. And I love Chevetta's. It's got hmm. that vinegary, spicy flavor. So um, th- those would be my picks. Man, now you got me craving wings. I know. All right, Eric, I have a question for you. Oh boy, here we go. So you watched the Star Wars Clone Wars um, uh-huh. content, the, the the TV show and stuff like that. If you... I'm almost done, I'm right, on well, season. I'm like the, the end of season six, which is the second to last season. If they were going to take, like, let's say, I don't know, Ahsoka or Kenobi or Anakin or, or maybe all three and do like cool stuff with it, if if they were going to have somebody make like a really good high budget video game, a good one. Like you have anybody you can Ooh. pick anybody. It could be Nintendo. It could be anybody. Like, I don't care. Just like dream developer to make a standalone oh. clone wars based game. That's a good question. Who would it be? Uh, and, and why, like what, like why you, why would you pick like rockstar or Bethesda? You know, so are you saying it would be, well, I guess you said it could be anything that I wanted it to be. Anything. I'm trying to think of what first what the game would be, because um, I I would think it would be like because the way that kind of the Clone Wars is set up, it's it's switching between all these different characters. You know, they're different stories. Ahsoka is kind of the main character. Um, I mean, she's she's Anakin's Padawan. Yeah, but most I think she's in like every episode. Like Obi Wan and Anakin are mostly like just they're kind of more side characters, but a lot, you know a lot of it's focused on them as well. So, but I'm thinking like you'd be switching between characters, you know, you know different story, different story moments in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. So I, you don't have to. You can follow just one character. You could, yeah, but I'm trying to think who would be like the best. I, the easy answer is respawn just because they've already done fallen order no such a dude, good game. i honestly thought you would instantly but say like, naughty dog because that's who i, would I was I, that would have been my second answer because i mean who does who does third person action story better than anybody is, no is one. naughty dog yeah that or yeah okay. or rocksteady like, rocksteady would be good i think the like the Arkham style combat would work really well with like a you know lightsaber combat. All the side missions are just like Django Fett or you know whatever. Like you could have these random, you know. That would be really cool characters that you have yeah. to fight off for. Yeah, I mean Naughty Dog. Again, it's an easy answer, but like, who does third person action narrative focused games better than Naughty I can't Dog? Think of you anybody. Know? So I mean that would be. That would be a dream, is to have Naughty Dog develop a, a Star Wars game 
in general. Right? Hmm. Huh. Well, I did have a question for you guys, too. But I guess we can, I'm going to sure. bounce this one off of Brandon first to see, because since we're on this topic of Star Wars, this kind of reminded me. But everybody kind of gets their own story told in Star Wars as of late. Like, for the years, all we had was just the movies. Now we just have this, like, massive explosion of one-offs kind of happening three times a year, four times a year. What story do you want to see from the Star Wars universe? Like who or when or I guess those are the two. But you like I wanna see I wanna see Sebulba's side story of like no, him going I, home honestly, and beating his kids or I don't know. <laughs> Dude, no, no. It would easily be I'm a big, big, big fan of New Hope. I wanna see Tarkin and Vader doing their thing. I wanna see a very Kind of like Andor, where like there's inner politics going on. A whole lot of that, yeah. Like, but like, do it with Vader, do it with Tarkin, do it. With, you know, because we've got that a little bit with mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm drawing a Blake Fennec or something like that. The guy that was in Rogue One that gets blasted oh, yeah. at the end of the movie. Yep. You know, but that like you know he he wanted credit for the Death Star and then Tarkin just took it from him. Um, I want to see a TV series, ten episodes. And just follow Vader, you know? I, I don't know. I think it would be... Just give us an evil show. Like Nobody ever does follow the bad guy. I just want to see them doing bad things. Because we, we, we just know that the they're fucking, evil. fucking... The Vader comic into a show? What, yeah. Oh, my God. Right? You guys that would be ridiculous. That. that would be amazing. No, my answer is easy. Thrawn. Yeah. Ooh. Like, come on. That might be coming, though. I mean, Thrawn, I already know, is going to be in the Ahsoka show, which would be nice. But I want them to do a focused show on Thrawn, but maybe they don't need it because they've already had three books. That's kind of what, know, or, well, technically more, but what Brandon is asking for too, is that Thrawn, like the last book it's, basically yeah. was all about, you know, inner, inner plotting between like different branches of the Imperials mm-hmm. and the empire and all that kind of stuff. And Krennic does, or that stuff's interesting. It? Yeah. He wants to have star. What is it? What do they call it in the base? It is the death star, but they have like a, they have a secret code name for the Death Star. Um, uh, but it, oh fuck, I forgot. I know. What but you're it's talking between about. that and like Thrawn wants like Tie Fighters with, uh, like shields on them. I forget what he calls those, but you know, like that's the two the pull, push know, poles. Yeah, he had his Tide Defender project yes, or thank whatever you. it was. Sorry. Cool. Another one that I would really want is you guys remember the Star Wars. 1313 game oh dude that got canceled yeah i make that into a tv show a bounty hunter going into like the depths the lower levels of coruscant i love like that shit like the cd underbelly because like coruscant all you really see in like the movies and stuff is like you know the political stuff but underneath like right thousands of levels down city planet is all like the slums and shit yeah and i i love that i love that concept we see some of that in the clone wars and some of that comes up in the Thrawn books and I I love that shit so much. Nice. Uh well, moving on here. We'll I we've been running long already, but hopefully we can speed through a couple of these questions. Uh this one's from Chris Logan. His, his is uh greetings nomads. You've been cursed by a wizard and you must choose between these two scenarios. All films remain unchanged, but only video games the only video games you can play are licensed games based on movies. Ooh. 
or all video games remain unchanged, but you can only watch movies based on video games. Oh, oh no. God, that is. So you, that is either brutal. like, do, do, what do you like better, movies or video games? <laughs> I'd have to go with movies. I feel like. Leave the movies alone and I'll play your. Leave the movies alone? Yeah, because. Really? Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. So you, you want to play fiction, only video. Jaws, well, Jurassic Park. I don't know, man. Star Wars? Well, I don't I think this Willow? question is from from this point forward. Oh. Not like not erasing history. That's how I took it. Not erasing history, but from it this point change. forward. It doesn't change because we're already going that way anyways. I mean, some of these characters that's why we see like another God of War in another Mario game. We love our franchises. So we're already going that way. It's hard to see a new IP, you know? So pff, I'm I'm picking My argument movies. Day. My argument would be video games remain unchanged because you're gonna regret that I when you're seven years old and you're like, I just want to see a good movie. I think there's more innovation happening in the video game space than in the movie space right now. Fair. I don't watch many movies. I play definitely play more video games than watch movies. And if they were if movies were only based on video games, they would. Obviously, video game movies have been shitty, you know, ever since they started making them. But if those were the only types of movies what that else people would make, they would find a good way right. to make a good video game movie. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that is true. So those good video game movies would come. Peter Jackson does Elder Scrolls, the movie. Right? Yeah. Think about that. Oh, man. Yeah. Now you got me thinking because I was going to say movies too, but uh, licensed movie games technically aren't as bad as they used to be like back in the 2000s they used to be you know every game would have you know, you'd have like dick tracy video games and all sorts of like oh anything yeah. they had it they just pumped out any sort of shovelware to make a game but now it seems i don't know um if they're better or they're just less of them i feel like we don't you don't see many yeah, yeah video games based on movies anymore like there's the licenses, but not like like you know, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, the game. You which know, was which, actually pretty to good. To be fair, I yeah. really like that game. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> or like the Spider-Man Two video game was really good, also based on the movie. Yeah, right. So like there are good ones, but I don't know. The rest of the games I play for the rest of my life would be, you know, based on movies. I don't know. But you can make the same argument there. Like, that would give films a better chance to innovate. So, like, the movies they're making based on, or the video games they're making based on the movies wouldn't necessar- necessarily be like. The bar's so low. Strictly like, yeah, exactly. Wouldn't strictly be like, I don't know, superhero licenses. They could go out of the box a little bit more. More room for innovation, but I still have my answer. I think, I think I'm going to go with video games yeah keep keep my video games okay interesting yeah keep your video games yeah just because yeah that's a good question yeah uh okay this next one's from evan one sonic says if you could go back in time and replay any video game like it was your first Ooh. time what game would it be firewatch comes to mind quickly i have an easy answer what do you got breath breath of the wild <laughs> Breath of the Wild. That was it was a magical experience the first time I played it. Yeah, probably the, a lot of people like that game. Probably the best, like just the just the discovery of everything, you know. And like even if I went back and played it now, 
I know I would discover new things because I didn't explore yeah, that entire map I like your, or anything. Right. You know? Like, I might have to just go with Skyrim then. Or Skyrim. That's what Skyrim. I was going to yeah, say. Skyrim's another Skyrim, one. The, the first time a dragon just randomly attacks is just haunting. I was just like, oh my god, yeah. that thing is huge. And it came out of nowhere. You hear the roar, see, see it that. flying overhead. Yeah. Comes down, lands in a... T- yeah. I've been trying to replay that. Well, Skyrim's a good one. It was one of my COVID... Something that I tried to play during COVID because like you can't concentrate, so I'm just trying to walk through pretty environments and shoot. It's relaxing. Yeah, yeah, relaxing. You know, That's what I like about Skyrim. But I yeah, just want to be in that world, being able to refresh, <laughs> yeah, man, and story, explore, start that around, over. Yeah. yeah, that would be nice. Even though I probably don't remember as much as I think I do in that mm-hmm. game generally, but um, yeah, I think those those. I'm trying to think of anything else that is that. I know, because like Titanfall that, 2, epic. I was blown away by, you know, there's been moments of games that are like, wow, this is a really fun experience, but I think I'm going to stay with Skyrim. Narrative mm-hmm. narrative games, I think, are the good ones that are good to, mm-hmm. good to pull true that too. from. Yeah, like The Last of Us could be another one for me, just because that hit me so hard the first time. Mm-hmm. I do like Firewatch Answer, though, too, Brandon. That's a good one. Hmm. I didn't know what I didn't know because like the game makes you think it's scary and it never was, and like mm-hmm. you when you know because we played it for the for the show, and um, you know the the I don't know, the thrill of the game isn't there, but it's just you can't appreciate because you know what's really gonna pan out, you know. But in the moment, you're like, oh my god, who was that guy with the flashlight? You know, why are people like tearing up my 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 watchtower and all that stuff, you know, um, but. I'm yeah, good, good question. Good answers. Uh, this one's from Jake Iveson. If your podcast could bring on any one guest to the show out of anyone currently alive and able to, who would you each want? Sir Patrick Stewart. That's another good question, man. Patrick Stewart. Ooh, Sir good answer. Patrick Stewart. Sir Do not Patrick. besmirch yeah. the man. He worked so hard for that goddamn knighting. <laughs> no, you could talk to him about anything. You could talk to him about X Men movies. You could talk to him about uh, mind blanking Star Trek. You know that show that he kind of that show kind of kind of ran for a while. Um, he might be sick of Picard questions, but um, just the, oh, would you wait, you would have them on to ask him questions about? I see. I, I feel like if I had like Mark Hamill, I wouldn't talk about fucking Star Wars. We he I'll go on YouTube talk about his life. No, yeah. just like talk to him about like what he watched last. What does he think about Andor? I don't right. know anything, yeah. but like maybe not Andor, but just yeah, nobody wants to yeah, talk about Andor. Alive, alive is the uh, the kicker here because I feel like there's plenty of dead people that you could choose. I feel like I would choose. Uh, this might be a lame answer, but Adam Sandler. I feel like he's got some really good stories. Yeah, and he's a really good. He's like I feel like he's be really fun to talk to. You know, yeah. like he just seems like a cool yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought Jack Black and Jim Carrey first, to be honest with you. I'm like, either of those guys. Like, Jack Black always has high mm-hmm. energy. Or Jim Carrey is more of an artist now, and he's, you know, know what he's going to behave like. But you want that Jack Black action, you know? Be great. Yeah, and I just feel like those kind of guys are like, you know, they wouldn't be like, I don't know, like too, I don't know what the word is sophisticated right. or like, like, like Dave's you know, choice. They're just regular guys, you know, like oh, Patrick, man, yeah, yeah, Patrick to Stewart tell might, stories. You have to like have a plan to talk to Patrick Stewart. You have to right. have questions. That's, to yeah. Ask him. I guess technically I feel like you're going to shoot yeah, the shit, sit down and shoot the shit. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'd want somebody that plays games too, though. So, yeah, who, true. You you like that comedian that always has a shirt off, or like a game dev <laughs> <Bert>? or something. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves Bert Kreischer, but yeah. he also doesn't play games. He's just a he's just a party monster. Oh. He's got good stories though. But yeah, I need somebody that that can talk to me about recent games and mm-hmm. where the industry's going and all. Well, that that's why Jack Black's a good pick because that dude plays video games. Dude, Snoop, true. Dave Chappelle. Snoop, yeah, Snoop would be good. Snoop Dogg. You know? Yeah, all good ones. Or the dude that played The Witcher. Apparently, he's like huge in the video games. Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry Cavill? Yeah. 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 All right, good question. Uh, next question from Evan1Sonic again. What is an episode you each wanted to record, but the other nomads didn't have an interest or hadn't played or watched the movie or game the episode would have been on? I don't know if you guys have one. I feel like I I thought I had one, but maybe not. The only the only ones that I can think of are like we've talked about them are like PlayStation exclusives that you guys haven't played. Yeah. Like The Last of Us. And like you guys, you know, like Dave doesn't have any way to play The Last of Us, but I would love to talk about it. Or like Breath of the Wild, obviously, Brandon, you haven't played it yet I'll so play it. i just don't like what i've played so far but yeah i i know i feel so bad it. i because, just like, don't like it <laughs> just dude it's so fucking boring i knew yeah. i would love to do an episode on breath of the wild i feel like that i could make that like a three-hour episode i've played it like three times like going back to it and try to play it like three three four times and you know put put an effort into it but i can't i'm just waiting just for one that of those games yeah it's just one of those games you have to like lose yourself in and you can't like i don't know i feel like you need to sit down and have like at least like two hours to play it you know because i mean you could yeah if you sit down and play for 30 minutes you're not really going to get anything done yeah and i had like little really little kids when i was playing it and they kept like can i play i'm like no i can barely play this right yeah now they can probably play better than you yeah yeah so they're my kids i just at a certain point just let them run around I don't know anything that we haven't talked about. Can you repeat the question? Uh, basically, any an episode you wanted to record, but we didn't have interest oh. or hadn't played or watched the movie or game. You know, we're always usually pretty good about you know watching other people's stuff. We usually find a way because yeah. eventually, like it's always something good to talk about. Us people seeing something new for the first time, and then usually it's the people that have seen it are get that joy of sharing a new you know genre or whatever with their friends which is always fun yeah there's nothing wrong with going into an episode not liking the thing it's okay to have that oh, yeah. opinion like 100 like i didn't really care for my hero academia and i like anime i just couldn't get into it but you loved it and dave got into it you know so that's mm-hmm. just nothing wrong with me not liking it same thing with heat um eric really didn't care for willow um dave didn't really like the last jedi you know, so like there's moments where we, but like, I think, no, no, we're not doing that at all. Like that's probably yeah. something I would pull, you know, but I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. Yet. I would, I would never like say no to, right. you know, something that one of you brought up. Let's be fair. Let's yeah. be fair. It's not that I didn't like the last Jedi. I just had a lot of stupid stuff in it. That's <laughs> one thing. Uh, I One thing yeah. I did want to talk about that we never <clears throat> got to, and it's no fault of our own. But was the the good old fashioned Amico? Like I always wanted that thing to be oh, a thing. Yeah, the intelligence. That thing's never. But it's out. finally it's finally it's hit dead. bankruptcy and died like four different deaths at this point. So it's now just a dead in the water. 
it's like a sad inside joke that we get to poke at here and there, but yep. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. All right, moving yeah. on. Uh, Nick from the list of everything podcast says, do you find it difficult to move on from a video game to a new one? If you haven't finished the first one yet, Yes. even if your interest has started to wane yes. or am I just crazy? No, I hate it. I hate this cycle that we're in so many good games out there and they're so long. Like I'm liking Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is great. It is fun. It looks good on my uh, console. It's. I just know there's like 90 hours of campaign. And I'm like, Ugh. and then side. So missions. is the answer to the question? Wait. So the the question is, do you find it difficult? Yeah, to move I do. Because video, you do find it. I don't okay. like leaving things unfinished. You know. I have the same I'm exact problem with Assassin's Creed. I, I think I'm like three quarters of the way through Origins. And I own Odyssey and I own Valhalla, but I don't want to <laughs> start them until I finish up Origins. But at the same time, I don't want to finish up Origins because it's got all like the leveling in it. And like, I don't want to have to go back and grind. It, it's super cool to look at and it's, you know, fun to run around Egypt and shit like that. But you just got to yeah. it's tough. Just do what I did. Just like I'm I'm not going to finish this campaign that's and that's what i resign myself like to a lot of times shouting yeah. from the hilltop that the ending is you have to play this game like if nobody's doing that for like odyssey or anything like that then then it's more about the gameplay in the world and not the story yeah so you're really just grinding for no reason like that's what that's what i've had to say to myself it's like this is not going to be gladiator where like from beginning and it's an amazing story and i feel like i achieved something it is just smashing x and hold on this button and kill somebody and go over here and do the same thing it's just that gameplay loop you know i don't think i find it difficult to move on to i think that's my problem problem is that i don't find it difficult to put down a game and move on to something else because i do i want to go back and finish every game that i've started but it's just not realistic you know it's the same it's like with elden ring you know i played 30 hours of it and then i moved on to something else and it's like I'm sure I'll go back eventually, but like I'm not itching to go back and finish it right the second. It's the nomad way. Constantly things. Nomad way. You do not belong in that world. You're just a visitor, dude. You do not. There's constantly (laughs) things coming out. You know, games to play, things to watch. Witcher three is getting hard to keep up. up An update, and I'm like, I guess. Like that's another thing is. Wait, what? Witcher three. Witcher three is getting like a uh, next gen update. Yeah, it's a next gen update. Oh, next gen. So it's gonna, you know, stuff like that happens. We're like, I want to go back and finish it now because it's the visuals make me want to go back and see. Dude, I've tried, I've tried like five different times to finish that game. Like every couple of years, I'll pick up my save where I was in Witcher three, play a couple hours, and then put it down again. I'm like, maybe someday I'll finish this game. (laughs) Yep, this game is so good though. Like it's that. It is really good, but I just, I don't know. It's smooth as butter. Go it's got a nice frame rate now on the Series X and all that kind of stuff. But I was telling Dave, yeah, it's nice to have certain games installed on your hard drive, just so if you want to pretend to be a gladiator or a ninja or you know a modern soldier or something, like it's nice to yeah, have man. certain games installed when you want that you want to go in that world real quick. You don't have to finish them, but it's nice to have like a good variety. Yeah, I feel like. Definitely, I used to put too much pressure on myself to like finish games. Like I'm like, I need to finish this game, and I can't play anything else until I do finish it. But I've, especially since having a kid, I've completely disregarded that philosophy because it's like you're just, you're not gonna finish every game right. that you start. 
and you want to you got to spend the time with the ones that you you know you're the most whatever you're the most into or most passionate about so so i have to i've had to give that up a little bit and just like let that go yeah do you guys have do you guys have seasonal games or like comfort games that like you come back to for like this is the game I play around Halloween every year or the game I play around Christmas every year or anything like that. No, no, not really. I just get the itch to play it when I want to. Just genres. Yeah. I do that with movies, <clears throat> but not games. Yeah. Movies are more common. Yeah. Not really games. It's, it's more just like I'm trying to keep up with <laughs> what's coming out and also like, you know, clean up some stuff on my backlog or, you know, game pass like there's... is not making it easier. Cause like, New games come in, new games, and then those games eventually leave the pat, and you're like, ah, you're trying to. And it's tough because there's there's like retro games that I've never played before that I also want to play. You know, like fucking like I don't know Chrono Trigger or something. Right. I've never played that game, Same. and I want to play it. And like you know, classics like that. I'm just like, when am I ever gonna have the time to go back to something like that when there's all these other games coming right. out right now? So yeah, that's that's the delicate dance that we do. Every day when deciding what game to play. I would love to talk to like, like twelve year old Brandon, you know, and like <laughs> just tell him the situation I would have. Just all these games. Oh yeah, and they're really good, and they look amazing, and they're so fun, and there's multiplayer. Like oh my god, like and I can't play them. There's just so many. And you don't have up. enough time. Yep, dude. You know what's sad? Whenever a Game Pass game comes out, I download it, play it. And it's not that great. I'm almost relieved. I'm like, all right, this game's not that good. I don't really, I don't have to go back to it ever again. Right. I can play That's something else. Yep. It's so sad. It's a, it's such like a first world stupid problem to have. Yeah. But like, no, it's a good question though. It's because we're all feeling question. this. I think. Yep, hundred uh, percent. All right, <laughs> next question. This is from Wheel of Horror podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. They say. Oh, it's simple. Why didn't Obi-Wan use force speed to catch up to Darth Maul and Qui-Gon? Because he was all out of force juice. I have an answer. <laughs> I think, it, I mean, at that point, Obi-Wan was just a Padawan. So he probably didn't, he probably didn't know. No, he did. In the first scene. He does of, it in the movie. In the um, beginning oh, of the movie. They, right. they, they both oh, zip off. Oh, now quick. that you mention it. Yeah, And you're they right. never do it again. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think. That, okay, that's a good question then. So, like, I think it's just an editing story error. I think he introduced it and he never did anything with it ever again. But I think, yeah. I'm sure we could come up with a, a more plausible thing. Like, Dave, you're saying that he's low on force juice, maybe? So, yeah, he uh, used up yes. all his force powers fight in the previous fight. Yeah. Or maybe he's just like so scared and young, but Obi Wan's. That would, yeah, that would be my answer. Just inexperienced, you know. And there's like three lightsabers technically zipping around, and he's probably like in a narrow corridor with these doors he's probably just being extra careful the right yeah you know yeah, right the ratio well, he just yeah. had the correct use... answers he should have but yeah he had, well he had to use the force jump to jump all the way up because he got knocked down then maybe mm-hmm. he used all his force juice for the jump so then he had to run over like a regular non-force using peon say what you will about the phantom menace that fight is awesome Darth Maul. Still one of the Obi-Wan best moments in Star Wars, yeah. With the, I mean, the song so good, just man. makes it epic. Oh, Duel of the Fates. Oh, amazing. Yep, it's got everything. All right. Next question from the Kilted One. 
What do you think is the most important element to making a good game, specifically RPG or horror? For me, it's making choices that matter and that can change gameplay or the story. I'm going to set this uh, one out because I don't play question. horror games. Well, you play RPGs, making oh, a good thought... game, specifically RPG or horror. Oh, okay. They don't. You don't. Don't I fuck mean... up their teeth and have their mouths move with the words. <laughs> Step one. I think. I don't know. Uh, RPG. I mean, the whole thing about RPGs is the progression of your character. So if you don't have a satisfying level progression, you know, upgrading path skills, all that stuff, then it doesn't really doesn't really work. Like that's that's the entire crux right. of an RPG. You know, yeah. If you're upgrading skills that you know, it put two per, plus two percent on your heavy attack or whatever. I'm like, it, they have to these upgrades and level ups. They have to feel useful and like i'm actually gaining strength every time that i level up which i think skyrim does a fantastic job of that yeah i love that specifically because the more you use something the more you can upgrade it and that's i love that i love that system yeah that is a a great system um yeah i don't like some of those level gating right is that what it's called level gating when yeah it just takes me out of it like it's a fucking Mm -hmm. bear i've killed 50 bears but this one's got a higher number on it but why it's still a bear it's still flesh i have a sword i can stab it and kill it it's so stupid like that stuff drives me so bonkers i was gonna say would you prefer it to be um what do they call it like linear uh difficulty progression like things level up as you level up or would you prefer to have like areas where the stronger enemies yeah are like um like jedi fallen order or like there's always stormtroopers and like yeah they can shoot you and they can get a good hit on you but they're always easy to take out but then there's mm-hmm. like ones that are better equipped they have better weapons or something like that. like i i like that game how it handles difficulties because i should never have to fight a stormtrooper that's stronger for no reason other than he's in this mm-hmm. area so i like that yeah give me elite characters th- you know sprinkle those in because they should be harder Change the armor color. That's all you gotta do. Boom. Oh god, what is this? NES eighties. <laughs> well, that's what they do. Shit. So they have death troopers. They wear black because they're death. I know. I saw ones that were red in like episode nine. I'm like, why are they red? They stand the fuck out. It looks ridiculous. I mean, it looks to cool, make them look scarier. We're red unit, right? For horror games, don't rely on jump scares. Cheap jump scares are dumb. Rely on, you know, I, I like horror games more that are like the environment and the, you know, the ambient nature of it and like disturbing things. Not like, you, you know, don't jump want the, scares every the unkillable seconds. guy who is just completely following you the entire time. And you just have to keep running no matter <laughs> Ass, what. Oh, I can't handle that. Oh, that, yeah, that drives me crazy. That gives me like anxiety of. Although that's what makes like Alien Isolation so good. I just can't play it because it's so damn scary. But... Yeah, I don't. Right, it's it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite horror games. Yeah, same with Resident Evil Two. That's remake. You got Mr. That's what X I was chasing thinking about when I... the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah, which you do yeah. eventually kill him, but spoiler yeah. warning. But but yeah, I agree. Like uh, unkillable enemies are never fun, but it, it does make it a good horror game, and it makes it definitely more scary because it's like you know you can't kill this dude, so you just got to run away and hide. Yeah. Yeah, I think in Alien Isolation, the alien has to be that way because it, it, it's it's like the mm-hmm. movie where like they're so fucked when they encounter that thing. So 
in that game it makes sense mm-hmm. because you're just a you know like a, it's what ripley's daughter right you're unarmed you're not trained to fight these things right yep all right next question from ryan wilson says do any of you actually lead a nomadic existence only in, in the, real only life, in the no. digital world. <laughs> in the exactly in the digital world, yes. <laughs> I'm very set. I, I just stay home a lot. I work from home. I was gonna say I don't. I definitely don't travel at all. Really, I try to avoid going anywhere. <laughs> I was gonna say work from home. Days, yeah, stay home most days. Yep. So I do think about like, will I ever see like the the plains of Ireland or something like that, or like you know the swiss alps or whatever like will i ever see these beautiful vistas ever or is it just fine with 4k tv on youtube you know i mean the the dream is always like oh you know when you when you retire you're gonna have enough money to go you know travel and (laughs) do everything you wanted to do but that's always a gamble because who knows what kind of health you'll be in or you know stuff like that so thinking I feel like I've just, you know, at a certain point, you just kind of have to accept it or do something about it. I like and, a good you know, cruise. Travel the world. A cruise is fun. I'll, cruise, I'll do that yeah. because I can go to I've multiple never been islands. On a cruise. Oh, they're a blast. <laughs> it's a perfect blend. I do. I I would love to go on a cruise. My wife, not so much, but I, I definitely would love to go on one. But yeah, I think it would be fun. It's fun. It's It's a lot of fun. I'm still waiting to go on my purse, so. I'll get there eventually. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you get nomadic in your 20s. Once you start having kids, you got to buckle down. You got to <laughs> yeah. You gotta send them to school because you don't have a roaming nomad teacher with you to teach all the children. So Teach all the children. Yeah. Lock it down. Next. All right. Next question from Artie Fine says, across, this one's tough, across any form of entertainment, what is a movie, game, album, whatever, that pleasantly surprised you guys most? Either something you expected to dislike or you were indifferent about before you gave it a chance. Something for the show? Or just inch? Just anything. Yeah, literally, literally anything. I would say, um... Just, I mean, this, I feel like for games, for me anyways, this is more of a genre, but card, like deck building games, before I gave them a chance, I thought I would not like them at all, but they've slowly become one of my favorite genres of video games, like Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is one of the first like deck building games that I tried and I like fell in love with it. And now obviously I'm like obsessed with Marvel Snap, still playing it every day. Um, like there's so many good ones. Monster Train. Uh, what's that other one that I was playing for a while? Um, I forgot the name of it, but just in general, deck building games. I thought I wouldn't like them, but then I gave them a chance, and now they're like one of my favorite, one of my favorite genres. And like turn-based strategy games is kind of the same thing. Like I never really gave those a shot, but when I did, I I fell in love with them. I've been getting into anime again, falling in love with it all over again. I, I, I went through a phase where I liked it. It was new and fresh in high school. And then I watched a bunch of really good ones in college. And, and then I just kept finding myself finding the, the perverted version, like the uh, obnoxious version of anime. Right. And I don't like that. And I forget that, like, but they they never stopped making these really good dramatic 
movies. And um, I, if I don't know what to watch, sometimes I just go to Netflix and I just go and pick a random anime and I'll just watch an episode. They're usually like 20 minutes and um, I'm happy that. That's part I, of I the reason like, why I love it. Yeah. It's so short. So short and so random. Um, and you'll know in the first five minutes if the, if, if it's your style of anime. Um, and I kind of regret. You still got to watch Cyberpunk. You still got to watch Cyberpunk. You're right. Oh, anime. I do have to watch right. that. Oh. So good. I'm going to start that. I don't know. There's certain like things for the show, and this was actually something I wanted to ask you guys too. But like things going into like a lot of the stuff that we watch on the show, like I've never seen before and some stuff I like to go in blind, but like things like Alice in Borderlands or the lighthouse or shit like that, that like, I have no idea what it is going on in. And then I see it and I just want more and more and more and more and more. Right. Especially that's Mm -hmm. a great feeling. You don't know what to expect. And it's just like, what the fuck was that? It was so bizarre. And I loved it. Yeah. Especially Alice in Borderlands, that one got me good because I went and read the entire manga after that. I'm actually thinking right. we get, season two is coming up very soon. Um, I can't wait, so yep. I may actually rewatch yep. the first season of that again, and you know, maybe I probably won't reread it, but um, things like Wolf Among Us and stuff Chota. like that. Oh no, poor Chota. <laughs> but oh yeah, the Telltale games. Telltale, yeah. yeah. The Wolf Among Us, yeah, like Wolf just Among that us. whole fable series. I just got done reading a graphic novel in there, and like there's you know all sorts of crazy stories that they're telling in those universes as well. So I like that you do this. Like we did this with uh, Kira. You got into that too, right? Yeah, I read. I don't think I don't know if I finished those books, but but you you go in and you check out the source material, which I I think is awesome. Yeah, because usually mm-hmm. if you like something, you can the source material is just more of that. You know, essentially, hopefully they're doing it right, but you're getting more in-depth look into that world. And a lot of times like the animations, like you see where they get all the animation stuff from. It's it's pretty badass. So mm-hmm. those are good to go back to. What, Ooh, yeah, good what about you guys? What else? What other like are there any specific episodes that like stuck with you as something that we watched that? kind of stuck in your brain as something that you really liked i feel like gladiator is the one that i always go back nice. to for me because i had never seen it before we watched it for the episode and like that quickly became like top at least top 10 if not top five movies for it's me like of great all time. dude i i love that movie it's a, it's, it's so good it's so good it's so good everything about it's good i'll have to say that eric finding the triple r trailer um, also was an awesome moment because we, you're like, dude, just, we always joke about watching like a movie from India, but, um, just watch this trailer and it was so batshit crazy that we had to watch it. And now we're watching Bahubali in Bahubali mm-hmm. part two. Um, and it's, it's, it's a blast and I never probably would have gotten around to watching it. You know, now I feel like what a jerk to like yeah, make man. fun of a whole industry without even trying Brandon, you know, but. Now that I've seen it, I'm so thankful I did. And it, to me, it's still my pick of the year as the best movie of the year. <laughs> is it the best? I don't know. But as like, I, tough, but I, yeah, but like, I came out of that movie like I've just never felt or seen or experienced anything like that. And I just, I just felt so like warm inside in that movie. With and even though the people are getting gunned down and crazy things happen, like they pulled it off. The movie was sure. something. 
yeah yeah it was cool yeah good questions uh this next one is from my wife uh are you guys done yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah right oh what's your favorite gaming memory you have with your wife whoa these are for all of us um for me i feel like the only one that i have is mario kart like we we have played i don't even know how many hours of mario kart together um and like there's just so many like may when uh she went into when her water broke when we were you know when she kind of went into labor with her son she was playing we were playing mario kart together you know it's like that we've been through it's just weird it's just kind of been a staple throughout our entire relationship is just what's your win ratio against her are you let's let's, Uh, she's not she's not gonna listen to this (laughs) let's hear it it's like i don't even know like like, an 80 80, I win 99 out of 100 oh. times. But she keeps coming back because she wants to play with you. <laughs> that's exactly, no, that's good. yeah. She's like, what and are she, we on the same team? And it's, no. <laughs> and it's she definitely has gotten better over the years, too. Okay. You know? Like, she never used to use, like, the drift or anything, but I taught her how to use the drift, and oh, now nice. she uses it like a pro. Like, she's she's good, but, like, oh. I mean, she she can't compete with me. Our game, is, uh, over- <laughs> Our game is overcooked, and... Overcooked my, seems my wife, like a game for divorce. My wife, yeah, dude, we, we, we've had not heated moments in that game, but like, <laughs> but she's better at that game than I am. And uh, yeah, I can't, my brain's just not smart enough to keep up. And she's really good at multitasking. I'm like, I can't do this. That's cool. So yeah. it'll get a little heated and all that stuff, but that, that's our jam for sure. We tried that. We tried it once and it just didn't Moving work. Moving out, out is Like fun the first level work. starts off easy. And we're, you know, we like got through the first level, but then it's, it's ramps up really quickly with overcooked. And it's like by, by the second or third level, it's like, Oh really? Uh, okay. Can't, can't handle it. Get the yep. fuck out of my way. <laughs> just, you're just snapping right? and yelling. Well, I love that. There's like a fucking like button to run and you could just shove the other person out of the way. And I was just constantly <laughs> running around the kitchen oh. doing everything myself. I think ours, um, we play a fair amount of FMV games those um real life video choi- video games and then yeah, that seems like something a good, like um choice she played um firewatch when we played that together so she usually likes to the the narrative oh, nice. based games if it's run about the gameplay it's just yeah it's about, about the story, the story. So the story yeah. usually those yeah. fmv games we usually get into a lot together um a lot of, we finish actually most of them too but we're in the middle of immorality right now so Kind of just working our way through some of those. Did you do Telling Lies? That's on yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah. That was that good. They had some legit actors. Yeah, they did. That was a good one. Um, okay. They all have kind of their own little weird, different ways of kind of getting the story to you more. So, like that one, I think you searched for words. The immorality game. Okay. You can search by faces or like by things on the screen. Her story. You know, all those. Oh, that was cool ones. yeah, that so, was great. Yeah, usually us. It's those those narrative hooks. Sweet. Yes. Uh, well, last question. Been running along. It's a simple one. This is from PK at Seismic Cinema. They say, Homelander or Superman? Homelander. Well, hold on. What's the question? Like, who's cooler? It's just, just Homelander or Superman. You could take it however you want. Versus Homelander versus Superman. Homelander. Yeah, which one's cooler? Which one would win in a fight? I've never been a big Superman fan, and I think Homelander's more interesting, but... He's also a modern character. Homelander is more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the fight, though, like versus 
that's interesting. Like, who would win there? I think Superman's winning. I mean, they basically fight. have the same superpowers, yeah. but you, I'd go with more. I don't think Homelander level-headed Clark Kent Superman in a fight. Yeah, thinking I think clearly. I, I, I agree with you there. Does Homelander have a weakness though? Because like Superman has a weakness as Kryptonite. Homelander's true. That's weakness a good point is too. His feelings. His feelings. His arrogance. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if Homelander has the whole. Uh... The hell was that? that? <laughs> I don't know cat. what the fuck it's that getting was. Wild over there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think Superman would win in a fight. Coolness though, Homelander. Homelander. Like he's all sorts of more. He's all sorts of more interesting than Clark. More personality yeah, yeah. for sure. Even though yeah. he is a homicidal maniac. Mm-hmm. More to come of that. Yeah, can't wait. Speaking of yep. the boys. All right. Uh, well, that wraps it up for our questions here. Sweet, we won. Um, that was, yeah, that was fun. Answering all the questions. Thank you to everybody who wrote in asking us all of those. I hope you were satisfied with our answers. Uh, after this, we'll come back and do a very quick, hopefully, game of 20 questions. Uh, fits with the theme of questions, but it's Ninja Turtles. Back. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That'll be the third time. <laughs> uh, we'll come back. That right after this little break. questions uh this is gonna be movie 20 questions by the way just to give you a little little hint ski there uh but yeah the way this works if you don't know you got 20 well technically 19 questions and a guess and they can only be yes or no questions uh and yeah that's that's really all there is to it let the questioning begin is the movie starship troopers no, you lose. Good night. <laughs> um, did this movie come out after the year 2000? Uh, no. Did it come out after the year 1990? Uh, no. Okay, 80s movie, most likely. Yeah, you never know. True. Could be, a, could be Hitchcock. Could be Fantasia. Or Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. Ooh. Nope, it's not Wizard of Oz. Eric sounded <clears throat> it sounded new to him. Hmm. Play the meta game. Uh, does this movie? Is this movie science fiction? No. 
Is this movie a well an eighties movie? Is it? A, is this movie a? Is this comedy? movie a comedy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, is this movie part of a franchise. I. <laughs> I guess yes, technically. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna write down yes, technically interesting. <laughs> so an eighty. Well, should we nail down the? I don't. I don't think there's gonna be any comedies from the seventies. Are there that we're gonna that we're gonna think of here? Does this movie like, star like is the lead character a male? Yes. <laughs> I think any uh movie before two thousand would would be well, no, there's, a male. <laughs> there was like pretty in pink. I mean there was like, you know, certain movies. Um just trying to eliminate the or I, my head is that it this is a teen rom com kind of shit. I mean, it could be, could be something like fucking kindergarten cop or. This is the nineties, you know, I think. One of those. I mean, but one of those like action hero side movies. <clears throat> I was gonna say Jingle All the Way, but that's definitely nineties, isn't it? Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Maybe Phil Hartman was in it. Hmm. Hmm. Um, is the main character a white dude? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, he is. It's not Eddie Murphy. That's what you were eliminating there, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he was in so many movies <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Money from Nothing. Right, I think it's what it's oh, 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 oh. Um, Axel Foley, Beverly Hills Cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy, comedy. All right, that's seven questions. Is well, it's part of a franchise. I'm trying to think. Did this movie was it received poorly? Hmm. I don't think so. So if Roger I'm... Roger Ebert, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert watch this movie, they're both giving two thumbs up. Um let's see. <laughs> what well i looked up the roger ebert review of this movie yeah what do you say it's it's got two stars i'll tell you that is it out of five i think so yeah uh does this movie have animation involved in it <laughs> that's an interesting way to phrase that because I have an idea. Involved have a, in it. Well, because there's a movie I'm thinking about that is 
has animation and has live acting. Does this movie oh. have animation in it? Like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yep. Right. Yes. That I guess the answer to that question is yes. Does mm-hmm. Disney own this movie today? Mm, no, I don't believe so. Does no. Dis- Disney Disney own Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Is that what you're? Yeah. Getting at. Disney does not own it, but there is animation in it. Or yeah, but animated. it's probably like old school animation where they like drew on shit to like do like something magical. So it was received poorly by Roger Ebert. <laughs> by Roger Ebert, by take that as crusty you old will. shit. Um, it does have animation and it like an animated comedy. I think that you're worried too much about the animation. I think that it's in it, but it's not like a big, um, like, like, okay. For example, Christmas vacation has an animated intro. Yeah, Some movies do that. They'll have an animated intro. The super Mario brothers had an animated intro. Um, actually Christmas vacation does line up. That's part of a franchise. In a, in a weird way, it is just because of the name only, and the, yeah. and the Griswolds, I guess. Disney does huh. not own it, and it does have no. animation. Um, so start narrowing down our uh, our male white dude, like Chevy Chase, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael J. Michael Jackson. I don't think- Michael J. Michael J. Oh, <laughs> Fox. Sorry. Michael Jordan. Michael. Yeah, right. nope. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> um. Is this a holiday movie? Yes, it is. All right, Dave. There, oh, there you go. There you go. Um. This movie star Chevy Chase. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, going right for the kill. Yeah. Okay. Um, is this National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? It is National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Wow! Yeah, I don't know where it yes, came yes, from, yes, Dave. Yes. When that, when I guessed that earlier, that kind of just came that out was... of nowhere, just top of mind. But because we're getting to December here, yeah, man, yeah. Because I, I mean, I was watching it today, and I was thinking about it. I love. And can we do an episode of that? Like Christmas next, time, next year, holiday time, please. Yeah, hell yeah. But, I love yeah, that so intro song. Yeah, and it's like, so how many good. Christmas movies can you watch that are still quotable throughout the day? Like, you can still say, you know, shitter's full, <laughs> you know? So many good quotes, yeah. It's rare. Yeah, great movie. Great holiday classic. Can't watch it with the watch kids. Watch it every year. Well, you can. Sure, I, did. Gotta, I did. You can watch you it with gotta, the kids. You just got to, like, uh, distract them at specific times. I think there's not too much stuff, you know, it's not too bad for thousands of years. Kids have experienced the horrors of life. I'm sure they can handle like a woman getting into a tub or a pool or whatever in her bathing suit or no, no, that's fine. Some swear words. There's one, there's one F bomb, right? In the end. Ah, there's, there's more than one. It's a whole rant, right? There's some, there's the middle. I think there's only, I think there's only one. F F bomb, maybe, maybe not. Could be maybe. wrong. Maybe, not that the rant is a holy shit. It's not an F bomb. 
I swear, there's definitely an F-bomb in there. Uh, he says it. I forget when he says it, though. Well, we'll have to watch it. Great movie, though. Uh, yeah, the the way you worded the uh, the animation question, because like you said, there there's the animated opening. So, like, yes, technically, there's animation is a part of this movie. But, yeah, good job, guys. That was only 12, well, 11 questions and then the guess, so. We're going to have the hap- happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking Kane. Yeah, that's the there one. There you go. That's the one that I was thinking of. Yep. Ta-da. Thank you for that quote. All right. Well, that was fun. Fun episode. Fun 20 questions. Uh, wrap it up here. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nomads of Fantasy. You can email us nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com with any questions, comments, all that good stuff. You can go to the nomadsoffantasy.com for all your nomad needs. Join our Discord, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. If you want to chat with us, you can play our daily video game map guessing game at whatmapgame.com. It's always fun uh, chatting in the Discord, uh, sharing all of our guesses and whatnots. Dave did uh, not get Ocarina of Time. Not Ocarina of Time. Um, a Link, link to, to the, the Past. past. In the first I guess, guess I guess I, a link between worlds on the first one. Oh, my co- my COVID oh, brain. Oh yeah. Because I thought I don't know. Your COVID brain's like it's something like this. <laughs> it was I know, and I should have known it that it's one too. The Legend but, of Zelda. But which something? one's a link between worlds then? That's like a DS three DS one. Three yeah, DS one. It's okay. a fucking great game. Yeah. It's yeah. Like see, one of my I favorite just, Zeldas. Because you're going between the light world and the dark world, I just got it. Mm-hmm. Link to the past. I don't remember what the link to the past was. Okay. So once you guess the one, then you knew what the other one was going to be. Then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. There's always like a little, there's always silly. little exchanges in between the, mm-hmm. the everybody sharing their the results. It's fun. Such mm-hmm. an idiot. <laughs> I like when I snipe them. Oh, can I getting them oh, on that first that guess one. feels good. I was gonna say it's not, yeah, it's not often, but you definitely it's always fun. But all right, well, with that, we'll wrap it up and get out of here. Thank you for joining us for this Ask a Nomad special. And as always, safe travels, no